Welcome back to Real Talk for an Unreal World, a podcast that speaks to just being yourself, really, to be honest with you. I just share about the things that I feel and that I think about and the things that I've experienced in my life, and I put them out in the world. Because I don't judge myself, it doesn't matter to me if anyone out there is judging me. And that's a beautiful place to be because you're free. You know, you're free inside of yourself. You understand that not everyone's going to like you and you're okay with that because you like yourself because you've processed the things in your life in a way that you understand them and you've made peace with them and that's for nobody else but you, but a beautiful place to be. And in this episode, we're going to talk about men and their feelings or their inability to communicate. But this podcast episode isn't just for men because we're taught to rush out and get involved in relationships without understanding self-love within ourselves first. Oftentimes we are in relationships that we're confused about what an idea of love is. And it's difficult for us to have conversations within our relationship or with our partners or within ourselves. So this episode's important to be able to understand these kind of things. And what I'm gonna offer is a few ways to really try something new in your life. And hopefully this will help expand your relationship for the better or for more of an awareness of how it serves you. Because I think it's important to talk about these things. I mean, pretending that everything's okay, like it's just getting old and it just causes us to distract more from the truth. And the truth is what I represent. It's what I stand for. You know, I, I, I'm an example of that because I choose to live by the truth. And by being an example of truth, you can show other people what it means and what the results are of being true to yourself, right? Obviously, when we want to be true to other people, but when we're true to ourselves first, that authenticity shines to other individuals. So with men and having an inability to communicate about how they feel, we first have to arrive at how we've arrived at this present moment. And we can't really blame men for not communicating about how they feel because it's generational. If we look back to how this all started, men haven't been talking about how they feel since Egypt. You know, this is not something that is practiced and encouraged within society. Men were bred and led to believe that they were here to be the warrior, that to be the hero, to take care of all the world's problems and store them on our back or deep within us and not talk about them because we could carry that weight and it wouldn't damage us because we had the strength to carry the emotional burden of the world and ourselves without communicating about it. That is the most ridiculous education that anyone has been fed along the course of the last 2000 years. And it's okay. You know, we can't change the past, so we must accept it. But all we can do is use the past as education to help us in the moment where it can benefit our personal growth. So if we understand that men haven't been taught to communicate about how they feel for generations, 2000 years, then we can understand how our partner has arrived to the situation that they're in today. And most men today will use distractions as a form of an inability to communicate about how they feel. So what that means is it's completely acceptable to go out with your friends and get drunk and not talk about how you feel. Just talk about everything else that's going on in the world 
rather than communicating about how you feel with the people that you call your friends around you because nobody's been taught how to do that. The acceptable form to do that is to get drunk or just slam a couple beers, bury it down deep and hide it. It's ridiculous, but again, if your community of individuals that you surround yourself with is practicing this way of life, then it's completely acceptable for you to do the same thing because that's what everyone else around you is doing. So this is where women come into this. If you are in a relationship with a man who clearly does not communicate about how he feels, as the divine feminine and as a woman who has been taught and has been led in most cases to be in touch with the sensitivity that is within them and be open enough to communicate about how they feel, it's a lot of work to be an example of how to do that, but anything you practice, you get good at. And once trust is built within a relationship, and I know it's difficult to kind of accept, like how can there not be trust within a relationship, but if your man isn't talking to you about how he feels, there's something going on there. I mean, let's just be real, right? That's what this podcast is about. So it's not your fault and it's not his fault. It's just reality. So the reality of the situation is something that we've got to address. Otherwise, we just ignore it and we pretend it just doesn't exist and everyone's storing emotions and an inability to speak their truth, which is just damaging to everyone. The most damage is led to the children who are picking up on these ideologies and this education, whether it's conscious or subconscious. So to be the example in your relationship is a big deal. It really is. And you just have to be creative within your methods of trying to get through to your man or, or your partner. It doesn't have to be a man, your partner. And with that, the creativity, how that looks is put yourself in their shoes. I think that's important, you know, to understand where our partner or how our partner arrived to the certain situation that they're in today. Because an inability to communicate about how you feel is something that you weren't taught. So to look at the childhood or to look at the upbringing of the individual, that'll give you more context surrounding why the individual cannot communicate about how they feel. And often they just don't know how. It's not that they don't want to, it's just that they don't know how to. Because unfortunately with men, it's looked at as a sign of weakness to be sensitive or to cry. You know, and a big part of what held me back in my life was the sensitivity that I had towards emotions and experiences. So in my life, when I was 11, 12 years old, I would cry when I was happy, cry when I was frustrated, cry when I was sad, cry when I was excited. It was just the display of emotion that came through me. I'm a water sign. So understanding your astrological sign will help give more insight into your partner or yourself. It's a beautiful form of education and looking into what it means to be an Aquarius, a Capricorn, a Scorpio, whatever you may be. Look into that, please. For myself, I am a water sign. I'm a Scorpio. So understanding that emotions are fluid through me helped me understand myself better later in life. But in my early years, I displayed tears as a way of communicating about how I was feeling. But in my family, that was seen as a sign of weakness. My grandfather had a nervous breakdown when he was 40 and he cried in a back room for a year. And I only learned about this a couple years ago. And it breaks my heart because my grandparents were like my parents. They were very, very close to me. And I only learned about this two years ago after he'd been passed. And I question what went through my grandfather's mind for that year when he was in that back room by himself crying 
because that's what society had led him to believe was the acceptable manner of displaying his emotions is for him to deal with it behind closed doors. It breaks my heart. And mental health is at an all-time high where we are today. So this is very common. It just may be practiced in different outlets. So with myself, I chose drugs as a way to distract myself from feeling at such an intense level. I wasn't communicating about it with my friends or my family because I didn't know how and I didn't see this happening within other people. So naturally, I just wanted to hide from it because I didn't have a community of individuals or guides or teachers to help me with the feelings that I was feeling inside of myself. And that's not my parents' fault. I don't blame my parents for anything. It was my inability to communicate about it that held me back and sent me down the road that I went down. So there's no blame or victim mentality. Everything just is in life, you know, and it's better to understand and be accountable and responsible for your role along your journey as that way it's easier to process your role in the situation. And then you're not bound in blame and victim mentality where everything is everyone else's fault or poor me, because then you just kind of go in circles. And for some, blame and victim mentality is easier to stay in because it's something we know because you don't have to be accountable and responsible for anything because accountability and responsibility are tools that we're not taught in school. So school consumes most of our time and is the seed that is being planted in our mind as education when really it's just designed to make employees. So we don't really get the emotional education and the tools that we need to be able to communicate about how we feel where everything actually matters. So that's another beautiful awareness to have surrounding an inability to communicate about how you feel. We were not given the education and the tools. The readily available tools that we have are blame and victim mentality and substance abuse or shopping, gambling, alcohol, nicotine, porn, work, exercise, money. These are all forms of distractions because once you understand communicating about how you feel, you see that it's actually the most powerful thing that you could possess. All the external distractions that we use to try and mask the inability to talk about how we feel are just there to distract us from our power. Because it's a power, like it's an absolute power to be able to speak your truth. And that's what communicating about emotions is all about. You're speaking your truth. And I know it's so difficult when you don't practice something for say 20, 30, 40 years, it's difficult to begin and take that first step, especially when it means to become vulnerable. So that's another thing with men. Being vulnerable is a sign of weakness. You know, you've got to always have this tough exterior up front to make it look like everything's okay. But the beautiful thing about 2024 is that we have enough examples and enough history of showing how that is completely detrimental to our growth. So anyone who's putting up a wall or a front that large is usually displaying a cry for help. It, it just is. It's, it's a clear indication that this individual has serious traumas or emotions that are stored and an inability to communicate about them. So if you're distanced from your partner or your partner finds solace in drinking every weekend, that's a clear indication that there's a lot going on. Nobody wants to do that once you understand that you don't need to do that. Like there's a need to drink every weekend. There's a need 
to become inebriated to a point where you forget because that's what you're doing you're forgetting forgetting about what the true meaning of the true power of love is love is something we've been disconnected from so judgment and fear is something that we are really connected to because of the learned behaviors through our upbringing and the media and manipulation that is being planted into your mind and your psyche every waking minute around you it's not there promoting positivity it encourages negativity division distraction judgment i mean that's really important to take in as well like what you take in is what you practice take a look at an individual's surroundings it'll help you better understand the headspace that they're living in and these are just tools you know this is just tools of awareness these are just things that i think about and not just things i think about but they're things that i've practiced in my life because i overcame a 23-year drug addiction i was addicted to all of the drugs mainly heroin and fentanyl and 16 years with a needle right like there's no such thing as addiction there's humans with trauma that has them attach to external sources or substances externally from them because they need a distraction from communicating about what's going on internally now my level of distraction that i was trying to achieve was very great which is why i was consciously abusing drugs to the point that it took me to homelessness because some people will say to me, man, you got no self-control. It's like, no, I had enough control to go out of control. That was the plan. I was highly aware of what I was doing the entire time. But I didn't know how to communicate about it because I didn't have the tools and I didn't have the community. And that was a way for me to talk about what I went through. And you don't have to take it to the same level as I did with homelessness and a needle and, and drug addiction. For some, it's just getting blackout drunk on the weekend, you know, and forgetting and then trying to piece our lives back together from Monday to Thursday so we can get drunk again Thursday night and do it all over. Like these are indications that there's something going on in the individual's life. And rather than ignore it, why wouldn't we address it? You know, I mean, if we love an individual, we should step up for them and we should be able to communicate and and offer like empathy and, and compassion and kindness and and, and a line of communication to help an individual grow or to see an individual or learn about them. I mean, good Lord, if we're sleeping with them and we sell, tell them we love them, but we don't know about their traumatic past, like, what do you have? A surface level relationship that bred a couple of kids, you share a mortgage together, you know, you might have a vacation once a year, like it sounds more like a business transaction because love is is shared it's trust it's respect it's it's so many beautiful things honesty truth and when you're able to share that with the person you love you're able to grow together you know you're both having an individual experience along this journey but to be able to come together and learn from each other and share perspectives is the beauty of being in a relationship and you don't necessarily have to have a partner to be in a relationship this pertains to a relationship to self because that's where it begins. Having a relationship with yourself allows you to have a relationship with another human being because if you know your worth and value and you've processed the emotions that hold you back or you're able to be vulnerable enough to communicate about them with someone else, like that's a beautiful thing to know yourself, like to know yourself but not judge yourself. That's action. 
that's going into places that most people shut out. So if you're an individual who is seeking more and you're looking to communicate about how you feel, don't give up. You got to be brave on this journey. And I mean it. It took me a lot of courage to come out and talk about my drug addiction, but I'd processed the 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 experiences, right? I mean, it was just education. I'm not a drug addict. I'm a human being who came here to learn about emotions and understand the relationship between emotions and psychology. Like what a beautiful thing to look at life as education rather than something that happened to me. My life happened for me. I'm grateful for my drug addiction. To be honest with you, I am absolutely grateful for my drug addiction. I lost a lot. I lost my children. I lost businesses. I lost houses and I lost myself. But it wasn't until I lost myself that I was able to know who I was. And I don't want you to lose yourself. But most of us these days are so disconnected from who we actually are because we're constantly pretending that you have lost yourself. You just don't want to admit it because you're pretending everything's okay because you have the nice car, you have the good job, and you have the expensive clothes. So society says that you're successful. Well, success defined by monetary gain, sure, I guess, if that makes you happy. But if you don't have anyone checking in with you when you are clearly depressed, where are you along your journey, right? Because the journey's personal and the journey's within. The world is just here to distract you. But it's also filled with human beings, which allows us to connect to other stories, to learn about experiences that other individuals have come back to learn about. And we can use the education that they had along their journey in our own lives. Like how beautiful is that? We've got 8 billion stories on this planet right now. And there's no judgment. I mean, there's no judgment within religions, cultures, traditions, colors, traumas. Like it's all beautiful. All of it is beautiful because it all comes with education. And if we're able to communicate and share about how we feel and the things that have held us back in our lives, we can help the children. You know, we can not only help the children, we can heal each other. I mean, that's healing. That's what it is to heal. You talk about it, you let it go. You peel a layer back, you peel a layer back. I mean, it's already happened. You can't change it, especially for the guys. I mean, a lot of guys actually message me and say, hey man, like." It's really cool, like how you just talk about everything that you've been through. It's like, well, yeah, man, you know, like I got nothing to hide, right? Like, and, 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 you know, I don't know what it means to be a man. I don't know what it means to be a woman. I just know what it means to be human. And for me, I just want to lead by being authentic, coming from a place of love. That to me is freedom. And that to me is peace because I'm not holding anything inside of me. I'm able to live in the present moment. I'm able to be present for experiences that happen right here, right now. Even this podcast, like everything just flows through me right here in the moment. I don't write anything down. I just think about what I want to say and I talk about how I feel. I talk about from my heart. That's where all this information comes from. It's just from my heart, just a vessel for it to pass through. And you can do the same thing in your life. You don't have to be sitting in front of a microphone to do that. Your family, your community, they can benefit from the same things that I benefit from wherever you are. And all that is, is an ability to speak your truth. So I would encourage you to begin a practice in life of speaking your truth because you have that power. And that's a power, man. That's a real power, it's so beautiful. You don't need nothing from nobody. All you need is a little courage and a little bravery and a bit of an example of what that looks like. So if I can be an example for you, I mean, take my life, jail, loss of kids, 
23 years with a drug addiction. Yeah, society says, you know, homeless, like you, you can't come back from all of that. You know, what are you going to be? You're never going to be nothing. People told me that my whole life. You know, what are you going to be? You're not going to be nothing. Well, you know what? By processing the experiences and talking about them, here I am. And I'm a happy man today. Every day I wake up a happy man. But I also wake up ready to learn, you know, because I don't have it all figured out. I'm a student of life and earth and this experience is here to teach me. And I enjoy every class that I, I, I attend. And the class is through every experience of every day. I'm present to learn what it's there to teach me. That's beautiful. I don't get caught up in in talking about people behind their back. And I, I don't I don't even get involved in those kind of things. And I don't value materialism and you know altering my physical appearance or anything like that. I'm not into it. You know, I just mind, body, soul. I connect to those three things because they're very real. That doesn't have to be some kind of spiritual thing that you can't obtain because you very much can obtain it. But you have to understand love within. And love is truth. So never forget your power to speak that truth and let go of what does not serve you. It is easy to do once you start. So please get this out to all the men out there if you can. Or if you know individuals in a relationship that can benefit from this kind of information, like please, like it comes through me so that I can help people. Like all I want to do is help people. Like that's, I'm not about popularity, you know, it, it doesn't matter to me. I just want to help us grow through this thing called fear. You know, we're so afraid to be ourselves and so afraid to talk about our story. And there's so much beauty and benefit in the darkness. It's so beautiful. It's just a matter of perspective. In the previous episodes, I share a lot of how to see your darkness as being the avenue to take you to the light through education, through perspective. And I would really encourage you to listen to the previous episodes and take things from it, you know, and practice. Like practice is the most important thing when taking in information. You don't want to just take in all the information at once because then you forget to do the work. And it's within the action that you really start to see results. And once you've practiced one aspect of life enough, you'll know when it's ready to take the next step. But constantly push yourself too. Push your boundaries. Don't get comfortable once you've learned one thing. Because remember, it was difficult to start that one thing. It'll be difficult to start another thing. But you've got to embrace the difficulties. Because that's the beautiful part is when we're learning something new right? It's what you value. This is growth. This is how you process. This is how you let go. This is how you evolve into love. And it is very, very real. And once you have it and you understand self-love and you walk and talk from your heart, your mind and your heart are connected. Let me tell you, you're going to share it. And then you're going to help me evolve the collective because that's exactly what I've done. I've done the work inside of myself and I continue to do the work inside of myself so I'm able to share it with my brothers and sisters because that's what this is. We're human beings, a part of the human race. doesn't matter what color you are, what part of the world you're from, what language you speak, what traditions, what cultures, none of that matters. Those are all just labels. We are human beings, a part of the human race. We've all got blood inside of us and we all operate from the heart. So we are all the same. So it doesn't matter what part of the world you're living in. I know talking about emotions is not something we're taught anywhere in the world. But that doesn't have to continue. Because we have the power to make choices and change in our life if we want something bad enough, if we value it bad enough. You don't have to walk alone either. Spirituality is something that's waiting to embrace you. 
and spirituality is just love. It doesn't come with a label other than love and truth because that's what it is. So if you're looking for love in your life and you feel disconnected from love, ask love back into your life, however that looks for you. You don't have to be afraid of that. You can ask love to enter your life again. Surrender your life to love. What a beautiful thing. It's so real. It's so simple, right? No one gives us that kind of tools and education. Tells us that that will work for us. You'll begin to see differently and you'll begin to feel differently because you will have asked for it to come back in your life. It's what happened to me. It's where all this began. I did this as well. I didn't just alleviate myself overnight from a 23-year drug addiction in jail. I asked love into my life and it came in. And I'm telling you, it came in. So I got to tell you that. I've got to give you that information to ask love into your life. Jeez, you don't have to be, and no one has to be around. I was in my jail cell when I did that, you know, with a cellmate underneath me. But that was the place that I found myself ready to ask for it because I needed it. I didn't know what it was. I just didn't know what love was anymore. I thought love had to be given from me, externally from me. And I just saw how I messed that up time after time after time. So I decided to do something different and ask it to come into my life. And it did. It really did. So there's a power there. There's a real power. You can be in your truck. You can be in the farm. You can be at work. Just find a space with yourself, but do it with intention. If you're real about asking love into your life because you seriously don't remember what it is, and you feel that disconnected from it, then you gotta get real with yourself in that moment. You know, you can't half-ass that conversation. That's gotta be real, that's gotta come from the heart. You take a minute, you get real with you and yourself in love, even if you don't understand it, but you wanna understand it, you get real in that moment before you ask, and you ask for something like you've never asked for something before in your life. Yeah, I feel really great telling you that. I feel like that really needed to be said. <laughs> I almost feel like crying. <laughs> it's wild, man, because it's so real, right? Like even emotions, like I'm cool with telling you that right now. Like I feel like my eyes are welling up because it's love, right? It's so beautiful and I'm so cool with that today. I'm just cool with it, you know? I mean, how can I be sharing about love? Of course I want that for you. Of course I don't want you to pretend. Who wants to pretend in this life? Oh, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And then we work for brands and materialism that don't do anything but hold us back and try and give us an illusion that people will accept us by wearing clothing with somebody else's name on it that is ridiculously overpriced. I mean, think about that. Think about that. It's ridiculous to think that clothing is going to be the thing that people like so they like us. No, man, you got to do the work on the inside. People will love you for you if you step out in a tracksuit every day. You know what I mean? Like white shirt, whatever, right? Like with, with just thrift store clothing, right? That That isn't cool. It'll be cool because you're cool because you did the work on the inside. And it's not really that hard once you get going. So I love y'all for listening to this. I really do. I really appreciate you. I mean, I, I speak to the whole world when I speak like this. I do. It doesn't matter to me how many people listen to this because it, the ones that it finds, I'm grateful for. I really am. And it's you that I would really appreciate if you could help me uh, get this to other people. You know, because there are other people sick and tired of being tired and sick. 
you know, just pretending all the time. There, there really are. We just, we got to connect. We got to share. We got to be open enough to be like, hey, like, you know, there might be some good things inside of this. Maybe you should give it a listen, right? But I, yeah, I'm, I'm asking for that. Yeah, for real. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. I appreciate you. This was beautiful. This was a, a really wonderful time to spend together. And my immense gratitude towards you for listening to this. You know, uh, it's your time and you choose to spend it with me and listening to the things that I talk about. And I, I just want you to know how much I, I value that your time and your attention and your ability to learn and your ability to see things from a different perspective, because I can't change you. All I can do is plant a seed and put the love of God into it that you can water it, you know, because it's you that's got to do the action and, and really get it to grow. So uh, much love. My social media uh, is real talk for an unreal world that's the podcast is on spotify under that name um, all podcast platforms for that matter the facebook youtube tiktok and instagram are all under the name real talk for an unreal world my twitter is real talk the number four unreal and my email is realtalkforanunrealworld at gmail.com and i throw that out there just so that people have a line of communication to me and that way, if they need to bounce something off me or, or they want to get in touch and have a conversation, I'm open to that because I'm, I'm available for that because I can share perspective and this is what I do. On my Facebook page, I host a Zoom class once a week. I'm changing it to Saturdays. So it's going to be Saturday afternoon Pacific Standard Time. And I'm going to get that up earlier in the week. So you can go there if you want to be involved in a group discussion. I usually centralize it around one topic. And then we just come together and I check in with everybody. I make sure everyone's, you know, if they've got to get something off their chest or they want to talk about something, that that avenue is open for them to do that. And then we discuss the topic. So it's really beautiful because everyone's kind of learning from everyone. And you can find that link on my Real Talk for an Unreal World Facebook page. I just appreciate you guys so much. The social media content is basically just the podcast cut up into one minute, one minute, 30 second clips. And I put one up every day just to kind of give a reminder of what's real in life or, you know, what the episode's about and, and take key points and, and put them up there for people. So if you can follow me on those platforms, that'd be wonderful as well. Again, much love. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your life because life is all about learning. Appreciate you.